Welcome to Manners and Madness, a Jane Austen and David Lynch podcast. My name is Maya Adkins. And I'm Christian Cabrera. And today we are diving into 2010's Aisha. Yes. And <laughs> this is our, well, I guess we're kind of calling this Gratitude Month. Mm-hmm. And we're grateful for you, our listeners. And so we wanted to do some stuff that you guys have specifically request requested mm-hmm. and this movie was specifically request <laughs> i can't say the word requested <laughs> by mythel uh what's the last name i forgot mythel roy i thought i'd do it okay <laughs> and yeah we were definitely planning on doing it someday but we just you know, because she requested it, wanted to do it early. So this mm-hmm. is our Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes, lots of gratitude. We're very grateful for your suggestions. Yeah. And we actually wrote to her and got a little bit of a voice memo of her thoughts on the movie because she grew up watching this movie. So oh, cool. that'll be a fun to get that perspective as well. Oh, yeah. Because this was definitely, this was new to both of us. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it was, I almost feel like maybe I should have watched it multiple times just because I felt like I was missing a lot of stuff just because, <laughs> you know, it's subtitled and I was taking notes and mm. there are some cultural differences that I was like, hmm, I wonder about that. But then before I know it, they're on to something else because it's pretty fast moving. <laughs> so. Right, 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 right. Yeah, definitely. So hopefully I didn't miss too much, but I really enjoyed it. What about you? <laughs> I did too. I was very excited. It just like, even from like the beginning with like her driving like a VW bug and <laughs> like the music playing and it just was, was very reminiscent of like late 90s, early 2000s, like teen, um, what's, I don't know what the word, not rom-coms, but like teen like movies, like that obviously very reminiscent of Clueless obviously <laughs> yeah i mean it's an emma adaptation um but i, I also feel like it was almost a clueless adaptation over an emma adaptation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there was definitely some like similarities with like the way that it was played and everything and i was like yeah oh, it made me love it even more but um i also got like some of she's all that in there because mm-hmm. it was like yellow bug yellow jeep and 13 going on 30 which i think there is a there is a direct reference in the movie to that one but i just yeah. felt the vibe of it and so I was just like and those are like some of my favorite movies like the type of movie so I was very very happy have you ever seen 13 going on 30 it's so good (laughs) it's really good you should definitely watch it maybe we'll have to do that one someday as one of our like just spontaneous fun ones (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean it's got Jennifer Gardner and Mark Ruffalo so it's got a good cast and and I don't know about you but the actor who plays Arjun Uh he was giving me Mark Ruffalo vibes kind of just like in the way like he was talking and presenting himself I was like he's like Mark Ruffalo so I was like is this 13 going on 30 (laughs) yeah okay so I don't know if we should just get into it in the recap or if we should say more first impressions because I have so much stuff I want to say about it but um, (laughs) maybe we should just wait and you know talk about it all during the recap or recapping it yeah for sure okay before should we go ahead and do, let's listen to what Mythel has to say. Okay. Because I want you to hear it too. Hey guys, thanks again for asking me to be a part of this episode. I'm sure you'll go over any of the film's shortcomings. So I just wanted to share some of the things that I love about Aisha, having grown up with it and having seen it several times. I think one of the main highlights of the film is obviously the fashion. And I know it was released in 2010, but it's very much the 2000s answer to what Clueless did with 90s fashion. And right away, it tells you who Aisha is, you know, without even having any familiarity with Emma. Her Let's Stimulate the Economy shirt is basically a riff on Paris Hilton's, well, now we know it's Photoshop, but um, her Stop Being Poor t-shirt that was so iconic (laughs) in the 2000s. And it really tells the viewer that Aisha is the it girl Alexa Chung equivalent in Delhi. And I've seen so many people talk about how 
you know, this film is just a two hour loop of commercials for high fashion brands. And while I agree that there is some <laughs> truth to that, I think that it's also a very interesting time capsule, not just for 2000s fashion, which, you know, is insane to look back on. You know, everyone has side bangs and layered hairdos and statement <laughs> necklaces. But it's also a time capsule for the shift in South Asian culture that was happening as all these brands started permeating into the mainstream and becoming accessible to younger people. And a lot of these high fashion brands that, you know, they're showing in the film, Gucci and Dior and even Vogue only came to India in the 2005 to 2007, that time oh. period. So even Bollywood celebrity style and celebrity culture was a totally different thing back then. So in a way, Shafali kind of represents the older India and Aisha represents the newer India in this increasingly globalized world where, you know, Western film and fashion and even food franchises are becoming more and more accessible to young people living in these cosmopolitan cities. And I think the one thing that makes Austin so approachable to South Asian audiences is the obsession with marriage, uh, which is an incredibly important social ritual in South Asian culture, but also in Regency England. And I love that the Jane Fairfax character, Arti, is written as an NRI or a non-resident Indian because a lot of the times those characters are like the NRIs have been portrayed as, you know, the ideal marriage prospect in many of the older Bollywood films. So having her as an NRI kind of adds greater credence to Aisha's jealousy. And I think Aisha also captures many of the comedic elements of Austin very well. And the overall soundtrack uh, is so great. Um, but I think the last song, Gal Mitimiti Bol, is my favorite. Uh, it's when they're all coupled up and dancing. And I listen to it all the time. So I hope you guys liked that one. And then lastly, uh, I think so much of the representation of South Asia in Hollywood ends up being a variation of poverty porn, you know, like Slumdog Millionaire or Lion or things like that. And I'm not saying all of it, but a lot of it ends up being stuff like that. And while you can argue that this film's focus on the one percenters is kind of reminiscent of something like Crazy Rich Asians, I'm very interested in some of the smaller moments when you kind of understand the larger ecosystem within which Aisha lives like when she's asking the passerby for directions or the many references to Delhi being unsafe, even though she's an incredibly wealthy woman. And obviously through Shafali's character as well. So I think overall it does a pretty good job grounding the story in India and at the same time being an interesting adaptation of Austin and an interesting adaptation of Emma. That was yeah, great. <laughs> that was really great, yeah. Good points were made. <laughs> yeah, and it's really great because, you know, I'm not Indian, you're not Indian, mm -hmm. or even Southeast Asian. So right. I don't really, I was watching it and thinking, I feel like there's like cultural references that I'm half getting that maybe, you know, right. I don't want to necessarily make assumptions that I know exactly what's happening. But a, a lot of the stuff she was touching on, like the deli being... Mm -hmm. Uh, unsafe I, I do remember being like it doesn't look that unsafe it's just a road but yeah and I definitely when I was looking up some of just the IMDB reviews I was mm -hmm. like you know it seemed that most of the reviews were from you know people I guess Indian or Southeast mm -hmm. Asian people because there was a lot of like, it's too Western. They just, mm. it's, I just read some of the two hour commercial reviews, mm -hmm. but also a lot of the reviews sounded very like the kind of, you know, reviews, quote unquote, that mm. we get these days that are like right. kind of misogynistic and dismissive, of especially course. women's type um, movies. So, yeah, I, so anyway, thank you so much, Bethel. We're so happy to have done this and so glad that you shared your thoughts on the movie with us also i Definitely. did listen to the soundtrack and <laughs> i did enjoy it <laughs> i did too i especially that last song like she said it really stuck out to me and i love those i mean it's like I th i've seen some other like bollywood scenes and stuff and, uh, from different movies and there is always this like 
there are moments where there's like collective dancing and kind of like singing and stuff. And it does kind of feel reminiscent, this like ending of like, of a late 90s, early 2000s movie. Like I'm thinking of Freaky Friday at the end, the Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis one, where at the end, she's like performing with her band and they're all (laughs) dancing and it's just like at a wedding. And so it's just, it is like such a, um, like like a capture of that time in, at least in American movies. And it's just so good. And I do think it definitely is like a, maybe a part of that whole, like she said, the Western permeation of Indian culture with the brands and the Westernization. Very interesting that that was like what was really happening at that time. Right, so. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I recently watched Miss Marvel and there's a big choreographed dance number in that. And right. And that's Pakistani, <laughs> but still Southeast Asia. And I was like, if there's one thing I've learned from these two pieces of media is you've got to have a choreographed dance in your way. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't love a choreographed dance? <laughs> like a great song. It's very fun. I when I was listening it. to the soundtrack yesterday, I mm-hmm. the one that made my ears perk up and me go, hmm, what was that? It's called By the Way. Mm-hmm. And I think it sounds uh, very, I don't know, had a lot of like women singers and <laughs> mm-hmm. it felt like, you know, it was something I listened to back in the day. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like, yeah, a lot of the music you was know I like... You I music, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, it just, like, it fit in with the vibe of the movie and, like, mm-hmm. the vibe that... The relating movies that kind of fit in with it, too, that we know, um, it just, like, all fit together really well, and it felt very familiar. Yeah. And I wasn't sure if it was would be considered a Bollywood movie. I'm not sure if that's, like, just any movie yeah. made in India or if it's a certain type like a musical <laughs> specifically and it, it it was almost a musical <laughs> you know there wasn't that much yeah. singing although there was some but there were the music was very important it seemed like right everything I read about it was like the soundtrack though <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah I'm not sure what the qualifications are um, I she, she if there are any because I wrote way too late <laughs> Oh, yeah, but it definitely had I, I just thought it was a lot of fun. And it like, like she said, I thought it was a great adaptation. Because you know who these characters are, even if you've never even <laughs> read Emma, you know who these characters are. Yeah, there were definitely some that I was like, um, that's weird. But <laughs> <laughs> we can get into it. We yeah, we'll get into that. So let's do the notes, though. <laughs> All righty. This is it's for Aisha. It was released on August 6, 2010 in India. It was directed by Rajshri Oja. I think it's how you pronounce the last name. O-J-H-A. And it was written, the screenplay was written by Devika Bhagat. And some other credited writers are Ritu Bhatia and Manu Rishi Chada. And for our cast, we have Sonam Kapoor as Aisha Kapoor. Um, Abe yeah. Deol as Arjun. Let's see. Amrita. They both seem like they were both in a mm-hmm. lot of romantic comedies of the time period. Like, Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were so like, I felt like they were so natural in it that yeah. I was like, oh, okay. They, they definitely <laughs> like, have done these types of movies before. Yeah. One thing I could tell from the reviews was people have opinions about, what's what's her name again? Aisha Son- Sonam Sonam Kapoor Sonam Sonam Kapoor people have opinions about her <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, 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 no. <laughs> some people were like I love her and some people were like oh she can't act I hate her I hate her like, you know? <laughs> I thought she was great she was she felt very natural to me yeah but, I thought everyone was yeah. good yeah and then we have Amrita Puri as Shafali uh Cyrus Sakur as Randri Randhir this was uh, Shaf- the Shafali's oh, okay. Shafali's this was a challenging name movie because I'm horrible with names in the first place. And I was like, I got to get these names right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Shafali was like the Brittany Murphy character. Yeah. This was her first, apparently first role. Oh, wow. Like, really? Yeah. Or her that's breakout cool. role. Maybe she had done uh, other stuff. I don't know. But that's so cool, though, because it seems yeah, like she... they had some heavy hitters in the cast based on like their credits. Like they were in quite a bit. Yeah. She got like nominated for best new 
star, best breakout Ooh. star. Yeah. That's cool. She was great. Yeah. We have Arunade Singh as Dhruv, Masood Akhtar <laughs> as Sant, who I think is her dad. I think maybe Aisha's dad. I think so. I'm really bad with the pictures too. And then we have Ira Duby as Pinky. <laughs> I really liked her. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> she may have been one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we have Lisa Haydon as RT. And she think- was, I would say, Pinky is the main reason I thought this is more of a clueless adaptation than an Emma adaptation because mm-hmm. she's kind the of a world is Mrs. Elton and Emma best friends. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. <laughs> but she's more like Dion character. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, she yeah. was like, you know, the like, She's like the equally like rich and like pretty. And she's like, I don't really care about the yeah Shafali. That was definitely very much Dion traits. <laughs> and then we have Anurada Patel as Chitra, who was, oh, I can't remember from the book. She, she wants, she's the one who gets married in the beginning. Her best Mrs. friend. Taylor. Mrs. Taylor. It's been a while since we've watched like a, like a Emma adaptation. I keep forgetting all the names. <laughs> I know, but we have one like maybe once or twice a year because there's just mm-hmm. so many. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, okay. So, sorry. Correction. Uh, Masood Akhtar, who plays Santaran, is not her dad. I think, I can't remember who exactly he is in the movie, but I have definitely remember the name Santaran. Um, but we do have for her dad, MK Raina as Mr. Kapoor. And I think that's kind of it for like the main characters. Oh, sorry. We have Yuri Suri as Colonel Raghuvendra Singh, who's our who's the guy who gets married to Miss Taylor in Emma. Mm-hmm. And then we have Anad Tiwari as Sarwab, who is Shafali's love interest at the end. Oh, yes. So, Sarwab. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mr. Robert Martin. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was so tempting to just call everyone by their Jane Austen names, but I... I made a concerted effort to like write down all the names. (laughs) I should have like done like uh, what I usually do with Jane Austen adaptations is like say the new name with the old name as like the last name so that I could remember it. (laughs) I don't know why I didn't do that this time. But then for any notes. There's really only one that I'm most interested in. And when I was watching the movie, I thought... I wonder if this is the case. Because it felt... There was a moment. I don't even remember what moment in the movie. But I was like, is this like... 90210 where the two love leads hate each other in real life and <laughs> yes <laughs> turns out i think that's the case <laughs> yes yeah apparently sanam kapoor and abe deol have had a fight during the movie and vowed to never work again is one of the, the notes on work IMDb. together again <laughs> yeah so i think there was also there was sort of like a reason not necessarily why they were mad at each other but i think think why he was like upset yeah oh go ahead he was uh paid less than producers spent on sunam kapoor's character's costumes um (laughs) and apparently he went very public with his displeasure (laughs) well (laughs) what how much did she get paid though was she getting paid more than the amount of her costumes (laughs) right well from what i understand (laughs) is like i think she is like movie royalty in india because i think she's the daughter of a big producer i have to find it gotcha um no wonder she inspires such strong feelings i feel like she's like very the it girl like i can't even think of well maybe like um i can only think of pop stars like (laughs) britney spears or maybe like a paris hilton but i feel like paris hilton isn't really an actress so i don't know but i right you know i was like thinking yeah i was trying to think of like who is like stewart Yes, would that's be a good, a good uh, <laughs> parallel. Yeah. Okay. So it says that Sunam Kapoor, uh, she's the daughter of actor and producer Anil Kapoor and the grandchild of filmmaker Surinder Kapoor. Um, so she's Bollywood royalty. And it says with immense support in the Indian film fraternity. So like a lot of insiders basically were like, she's a Kapoor. She's amazing. <laughs> so yeah, she's just, I guess, you know, have the <laughs> setup to be a Bollywood star. All right. Well, let's get into this because we are, we have saved some time to talk about this movie. <laughs> I know.
Okay. Yeah, 10 seconds in, we start off driving in the VW, yellow VW bug, like you said. <laughs> I and loved it, it. You got clueless vibes right off the bat. Oh, yeah. Because she, she is like weaving in and out of traffic. And I was like, uh-huh, that is 100%. definitely a, a share move. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I was so confused at the beginning because I turned it on mm-hmm. and no so subtitles came up and i understood what was being said mm-hmm. and then i was like i don't really understand maybe it's just the accent so i turn on the subtitles and suddenly it's in hindi <laughs> i was like mm-hmm. wait a minute did it was it dubbed before and then i realized they just kind of interchange english and hindi and yeah. i think that's actually i think that that is like a statement like that oh. people in India would understand like mm-hmm. she's because they kind of talk about it later in the movie like Shafali is like you were always speaking English and just because I don't oh, speak right. English so I was she's, like she's oh, like maybe the tra- that's more traditional and yeah commenting on that so I'm like British occupation yeah because I was <laughs> I was I, did, I had the same thing at first where I didn't turn on subtitles at first because I wasn't sure what language it was going to be in and so I was like waiting and I was like oh I hear English so and then I turned on the subtitles and I was like, oh, they're playing. It's almost like Spanglish where it's like mixing yeah. it, like very easily mixing it. It's not like you're yeah. switching your brain. So I was <laughs> like, oh, I do wonder, especially with me. Uh, it's like, do like... I understand this language? With... <laughs> no. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, no, we don't, we don't have that like Mary Steen Virgin. Like <laughs> I wake up from stuff. surgery and I know something. <laughs> <laughs> but it definitely like, I feel like it speaks to. Uh, Mithil's her statement about like how the westernization of India in like the 2000s mm-hmm. and everything and it's like maybe that is like a maybe maybe or maybe not it's a statement but it's like oh, okay it's definitely like using English and uh, Hindi very freely yeah but you know it normally if you're watching a foreign movie the subtitles just automatically start right. so <laughs> I was a little like confused probably because we had a we had to rent it it was probably like you're renting it so it's up to you yeah well i bought it because i gotta own all the genos right (laughs) (laughs) okay so we go to a wedding that aisha has planned it's a very beautiful Mm -hmm. wedding very beautiful i'm i was trying to figure out like is pinky gonna be harriet or someone else and then there's i called him the dorky guy at first his name is ron deer yeah Mm mm-hmm I was like, oh, is he going to be nightly or is he going to be Elton? <laughs> <laughs> he is dorky, so he's definitely Elton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's not mean like Elton. No, he's not. Yeah. It's They're almost. Definitely... Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was just going to say, like, I do appreciate, like, uh, in, like, you know, very classical Emma adaptations, Mr. Elton tends to be very, like, rude and mean and like awful to Harriet and I like in more modern adaptations he's not necessarily like mean or rude he's just yeah. it's just there's just a misunderstanding <laughs> yeah yeah on Emma's part yeah, definitely <laughs> yeah there were certain things like I kind of thought Emma was a little more rude than I'm used to her being but I was like mm-hmm. is that just like am I just missing something culturally but then like Elton was like much nicer than you normally expect mm-hmm. and then Pinky is definitely no Mrs. Elton. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I will say also, um, Pinky was also my favorite. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what it was. Usually I don't like the characters who are a little bit like meaner to like the, ba- the, the, what would you say, like the Harriet type. Uh-huh. But I was like, there's something about Pinky where I was just like, she seems fun. <laughs> yeah. She kind of seemed snobby, but also like not, you know, so I, I, I was uh, definitely identifying with her a lot. So we go back to Aisha's home and we meet Knightley. I think we've already learned that her sister got married. Mm-hmm. I assume to his brother. I think that they say that, but like maybe I, I just so. missed it when I was writing down a note, but I was a little unsure at the beginning. I don't mm-hmm. think it really matters, but and this, this baby where I started to go. Aisha doesn't actually seem to like anyway not like <laughs> not like but she doesn't have doesn't feel to me like she has romantic feelings towards anyone she mm-hmm. gives arjun such a look of disdain <laughs> first scene that i'm like okay 
<laughs> yeah, she definitely does not like the fact that he is very like corporate and like I think she even specifically says corporate and like stuck up and <laughs> it's <Yeah>. just very <laughs> funny. Yeah, she's like, you think so highly of yourself. I'm like, well, that's traditionally one of Emma's flaws. So <laughs> right. Well, I think it, it was me- like, girl, you got three fingers pointing back at you. Yeah, exactly. It took me a little while to warm up to Aisha, which I feel like I'm usually willing to give Emma like, I mean, a lot of people hate Emma, but I'm always mm-hmm. like, I love oh, Emma. Emma, she's the best. She, <laughs> me too. She knoweth not what she do. <laughs> exactly. She just hasn't learned the right lessons yet. She's still technically like a teenager. So yeah, definitely. Give her time. <laughs> And then we meet Shafali. I mean, she was at the wedding, but when we reintroduce her afterwards, mm-hmm. I kind of was like, how is this How is this Harriet? She seemed perfectly put together at the wedding. Like, she didn't mm-hmm. seem... And again, maybe I'm just missing something. Maybe it's because she's more traditional. She's wearing more yeah. traditional clothes. But I was like, I think how so. is this girl <laughs> not... You know, but you yeah, know, I, think- I think it I think it was the more to me, at least it ca- came across as like she's more traditional. She doesn't have that like the new uh, westernization elements of it, because like a lot of the makeup and clothing felt very reminiscent of the early 2000s to me. Yeah. And so she kind of didn't have those like the frosted gloss and the type, <laughs> the, spe- the specific types of heels and shirts that. Aisha was wearing so it felt maybe more like a you're too traditional like we need to help this girl become more modern and that'll attract more boys or something yeah maybe that's it maybe I think that was because she's there specifically to get married like Mm -hmm. her parents and her there (laughs) you're here to get married so right (laughs) (laughs) yeah I watch on Netflix never have I ever which has a very the main character and her family are all Indian and there is a very like big emphasis on like marriage. And, you know, when you're you know, a woman of a certain age, you go out and find a husband and it's almost like uh, a lot of like the moms and the aunties play matchmaker trying mm-hmm. to set you up with different people. So definitely yeah. another reason that Emma is such a perfect story definitely. for this because of the matchmaking aspect. Yeah. There's a really cute makeover scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, you know, okay, this, I probably have it way further down on my notes, but we were saying how Pinky seems kind of more like a Dion, mm-hmm. but when we get down to it and like everything that happens, happens, I feel like actually they're closer to like a Charlotte Elizabeth kind of relationship from Pride and Prejudice. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because, yeah, just because of the way, like, I don't approve of your choice. And she's like, well, if you don't like him, that doesn't mean nobody can like him type of right. Way. Right. Yeah, that's actually, oh, I didn't even think about that. It's perfect. (laughs) I know. I'm like, let's skip way ahead. Okay. No, that's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So they have this makeover scene, and this is the start of every scene is a new insane activity that they're doing. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) And the montages are long. I mean, they're great montages, Mm -hmm. but like they are, they take up a lot of real estate. These, there's like three or four, like, very long montages i did um the first one one, i was like you know classic where quote-unquote making you over get you a haircut get your makeup done new clothes and so it was playing and then when it kept going because it was a little bit uh, longer than we're used to i um i was like oh i think they're playing the whole song i think maybe (laughs) that's why i was doing it because they're just playing through the whole song but um yeah i was still like oh what are they gonna do next (laughs) like i was still completely roped in a makeover montage is maybe one of the best tropes in i love them (laughs) (laughs) especially like when during a time where malls were like so prevalent and so important for shopping Mm. um it's just like the idea of being in a mall is just so fun to me yeah so they get all this makeover and then they it took me a minute to understand what was happening because they go to a club, but it's like mm-hmm. the paparazzi are there and like they're famous. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Are they like the Kardashians? Are they just rich? Are they famous? I'm confused. I, <laughs> I think it's like very, because I'm thinking of like during this time period, I think of shows like The Hills and Keeping Up with the Kardashians and like LA culture where it's very common for like paparazzi just to be parked outside of like a big club in 
LA and you know, rich people just show up and you get your picture taken and they're like, (laughs) hope you're someone famous. Otherwise the picture will go in the trash. But that, I think that's kind of what they were hearkening back to. Mm, It's so outside of my, um, sphere of that I would ever experience. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The only reason I was like, because like at that moment I was like, oh, this feels like the Hills to me, which was one of my favorite, my first favorite reality shows. Okay. Yeah. And I think she gets um, admonished for her reckless spending on this shopping spree. And I was like, yes. that feels definitely more clueless because I don't, I mean, even though Emma's rich, I don't think we're ever like, she's not good at managing her money, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, um, I did also make that connection too, because at least like with the, uh, in the more classical ones, like Mr. Woodhouse, I don't think really is ever concerned with money <laughs> because like, but in like the clueless more modern ones, it's like, watch your spending lady. Although I think it was like something in the 50,000 rupees range. I think it was something around there is what he said the bill was for, which is about $600. So not too terrible, but still a lot of money, a lot of money a to lot me to spend on. <laughs> on a makeover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So then we're going to, I think, Arjun's work. Mm-hmm. I'm office. not sure why. She's wearing this green suit that is straight up a green version of the yellow suit from Clueless. Yes. I was like, Oh my God, we have green plaid. (laughs) I was like, I gotta stop with these comparisons, but like everything was so clueless to me at the beginning watching Mm -hmm. the movie. It was very referential. So clueless as it went on, it felt a little more Emma, but like Mm -hmm. at the beginning it was so clueless. Um, (laughs) I said, the age difference seems a little creepier when he says things like, I don't know about girls, just about women. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. In my head, I was like, oh, she's probably like 19 or something. I think they've got to be out of school. Because they never went to school. So. Did they never go to school? <laughs> I never saw them in school in, this, in the yeah, movie. that's why so. I thought maybe they were done She's got to be like 19 or something like that. Yeah. Because he's like, you need to get a job. But I'm like, okay, well, I guess she's not. You know, I guess they're done. Right. right. So he could have been at school at the same time as her. I don't know how much older he is, but right. know, it was just a little creepy the way I said it. I think it like it that also the age difference felt like the Gwyneth Paltrow Emma, where Gwyneth Paltrow's Emma felt like a 19-year-old, 20-year-old, but with his face felt very much like in his 30s. <laughs> mm, <laughs> Maybe yeah. almost his 40s. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then we are off to another insane activity. Every yes. scene is a new insane activity <laughs> that they're doing. <laughs> I was like, it's kind of like Sanditon because, you know, we're cutting mm-hmm. a lot. But instead of like cutting between scenes back and forth, it's more like we're just doing something completely insane. <laughs> <laughs> new location, new activity. Yeah. So they go see Polo. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, oh, that's such a cool, like, I don't really see we don't really see that on screen that much so i was like you get to see horses and polo and it almost yeah. feels like a very downton abbey kind of thing because it was like polo was like a, such a rich person sport <laughs> that i was like yeah oh. definitely <laughs> i don't think i've ever seen polo actually being played until no <laughs> <laughs> okay and then we go this is a crazy scene too they go to a hotel uh-huh which was this is like a setup by Aisha. Yes, I, I was, I was definitely confused because I was like, you know, writing notes and like, mm-hmm. did I miss something? Because she's telling them that they're going to a restaurant. She sends mm-hmm. both Rondier mm-hmm. and right? Rondier and Shafali yes. in, and then she leaves them there. Which... <laughs> yes, <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, that's just. A little too much you know <laughs> it's like insane <laughs> almost what what do you think is gonna happen if you just abandon these two people with no car in the middle of nowhere like oh we're just gonna get this hotel room together and shack up i mean <laughs> right right i thought at first it was a restaurant and that they were gonna she was gonna be like oh can you go check in for the reservation and it was like we're gonna find out oh it's only for two like ooh, she right, set them right. up but it was a hotel and then i don't know if you caught it but the desk clerk was like, you have the room for an hour. So she only booked it for an hour. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, was there like a dinner set up maybe in there? Probably. Who knows? Yeah, it was, it was kind of a crazy, crazy plan on her part. I think <laughs> <laughs> yeah. very uh, extreme, but I feel like it's such a Emma move and to be like extreme moves to be made. Yeah. 
unfortunately, it didn't seem like they ever understood what it was she was trying to do. <laughs> no, they, they, seemed, they were like, why would she book a hotel when she thought it was a Where restaurant? Did she go? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, but on her way home, she gets a flat tire and mm-hmm. she calls, oh my God, my Arjun. Arjun. Come pick her up, which he does, but she's like, but screw it. I'm just going to walk, which she tells right. him. And because <laughs> it was going to take him 30 minutes, I think, to get there. Yeah. And then her aunt lived close by. And then, okay, so she goes to her aunt's and who is the Miss Taylor. Right. And a naked guy answers. Well, a guy <laughs> <without a> shirt on. <laughs> yes. Drew, our Frank Churchill. Uh, my jaw was on the floor when he answered the door. I was like, this is possibly <laughs> the most attractive man I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who is he already engaged to? <laughs> right. <laughs> and, did he, no one. <laughs> and did he murder his father? <laughs> did he murder his aunt? <laughs> his it aunt, wouldn't have happened me. yet. <laughs> but he's definitely hitting on Aisha. Oh, definitely. I was kind of expecting him to be like, you know, already secretly engaged to someone. But mm-hmm. that wasn't actually the case. She was just like, I'm not really interested in you. <laughs> right. Which is like kind of psycho for her to say because he is very attractive. And very nice. Well, as far she as she knows. Interested, but like, I don't know. She just she felt very kind of like mm-hmm. not interested. In, but we never really find out why until right. I guess it's just because she's in love with her. With Arjun, um, her next neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then we see Shafali with her Robert Barton Sarab, mm-hmm. and they're they're totally cute. They're like the only. Oh, yeah couple that i'm like oh you guys actually really like each other (laughs) right well it's like he's so like nerdy and cute and like works in accounting (laughs) and she is she's like totally like you could tell she likes him so much and yeah he's the only person she ever seems like she likes (laughs) right (laughs) and it's like aisha slash emma please pay attention (laughs) i know it's just as like this is in my opinion the worst thing that emma does in the book Mm -hmm. and it's you know, just as bad when Aisha does it. Of course. Forcing them apart. Yes. Oh, she did have <laughs> she did have a line that made me laugh kind of hard because just like the framing of it was very funny where she was kind of like um, talking about Saurabh and how he's not a good fit for Shafali. And she's like, he's so middle class. <laughs> and it's just like, I know it's because she's like insanely rich and she wants, she wants to probably to have like, you know, oh, you need to have fine tastes and whatever. But just the idea of being like, middle class is horrible. You don't ever <laughs> want to end up middle class. It's just very funny to me. Yeah. Okay. And then they start planning their rafting trip. And I'm like, I have never seen a more <laughs> active bunch of socialites in my entire life. They're going rafting now. I know. <laughs> it did feel like, I was like, are they on a reality show? Because there are like activities planned. <laughs> it feels <Yeah>. like. <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe I meant to say this earlier, but like just from that one scene, it's clear that Saurabh, Saurabh is mm-hmm. a thousand times better than Rontier. For, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then this is, should have been clue number one. I said, are Pinky and Ron Deere siblings because they bicker constantly? And I was like, mm-hmm. when they finally get together, I'm like, well, That's such why. a trope. You got to <laughs> fight with each I other. Mean, <laughs> such a trope of, of Emma as well. Like, yeah. <laughs> you fight because you're in love. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I said, maybe they are in love. <laughs> and it turns out yep. <laughs> they, they're not quite in love, but yeah, maybe they are. They're, they're like... The sparks are there. They're just maybe misinterpreting their sparks between them as friction. Yeah. And then they go glamping to the extreme. I was like, talk yes. about glamping, man. <laughs> I was like, I'll do this. <laughs> I don't know about regular camping. <laughs> and I think this was the first scene that I really was like, oh, yeah, the music is really good in this. Mm-hmm. It's very fun. Is this like yeah. the fire, the fireside song? Yeah. The guy's playing? Yeah. I like that yeah, song, Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Because I said... The montages are fun. <laughs> <laughs> they are. <laughs> Everyone looks like they're having fun. Yeah. But Shafali and Arjun really start hitting it off early. And that, mm-hmm. you know, that um, really plays into the whole Harriet Knightley <laughs> mm-hmm. thing. And I was wondering, is there a Jane Fairfax? Because this is, I think, where we meet. What's her Ar- name? Artie? Artie? We, 
we first met Archie when they go to his office, Arjun's, because oh, she, right, right, right. she's like, you know, like, we get like the floor up view of her, like leaning against his desk. And you can tell like, she's stylish. She's hot. I think this was her first movie too. Oh, wow. Yeah. I saw that one of the trivia things I found was that she was just noticed at a coffee shop and they were like, you want to be in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she has any lines. She has like a couple, like maybe like two or three. <laughs> she has a couple where it's like, you know, like I think there's one scene where Arjun's like, oh, like she's like leaving and he's like, I'll take you home. And she's like, oh, you don't have to. And then he's like, I will. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, smaller lines like that. It's more about like the visual, like the visual threat, quote unquote, that she plays against Aisha. Yes. Yes. Yeah. She was confusing me as to what part like everybody mm-hmm. was because like throwing her in as Jane Fairfax, but not really, was like, Mm -hmm. who is she? Who is she supposed to be? (laughs) Right. (laughs) I think also having Mithil's uh, understanding of RNIs, the resident non-Indians, how it's like, or is it NRI? I can't remember. Non-resident Indian, I think. Though Indian, (laughs) uh, like American-born or maybe British-born who aren't from India, the idea of them being like the idyllic version uh, in India at that time, maybe, mm. maybe that was like, you don't really need to have her like be good at like singing yeah. and be good at all these things. It's just like the existence yeah. of her as a threat. Well, actually it's really, uh, it does work as Jane Fairfax because Emma is like constantly jealous of Jane Fairfax right. throughout the, the novel. And she's constantly jealous of her throughout mm-hmm. this because she's like straight up dating Arjun. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it definitely feels like they've got something like, Something they casual have going on. More chemistry than mm-hmm. <laughs> most of the characters. I, I was I was waiting for like it felt like because this feels like such a early two thousands moment where it would be like oh she's actually a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was waiting for her to be secretly engaged to right to so, uh, Dhruv. Yeah, but oh okay, so I was a little confused and. I felt like a real white American because <laughs> <laughs> Harriet and well, no, Shafali and Aisha were having the conversation where Aisha was like discouraging her mm-hmm. and someone was in bed and I couldn't tell. I thought it was Pinky, but I couldn't really tell who it was. Huh, and then I was like, remember. is it Artie? Because Arjun confronts her later and says that he heard that she was discouraging. And I was like, oh, was that Artie? Because I thought it was Pinky, but then maybe it was Pinky. I, I don't know. I can't remember. It could be that he just overheard them because they were loud. <laughs> but I mean, I think it would make sense for it to be Pinky because the three of them are so like yeah. tied to the hip together. Yeah. But, you know, I was just like, ah, why can't I tell? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, sometimes I'm stupid. <laughs> no. <laughs> what am I saying? I said, this movie is crazy. Definitely confined to her home, Emma from the book, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> know what I was trying to say. <laughs> uh, I can't I can't say that I do either. <laughs> Definitely confined to her home, Emma from the book LOL. I don't know. <laughs> Is it because she's at home a lot later on where she's like gardening and Oh, doing maybe I things? was thinking um the Emma from the book is always confined to her home. Like that's kind of oh, one of her things. Right, like right, she's right. always trying to get out. And uh, not not Aisha. She is not confined to her. Home, no, no. So. She, they have lots of activities. Yeah, because outside. the next thing they do is go play volleyball. Oh, right. <laughs> and I said, this movie is just hot people being hot. <laughs> oh, of course. But like, that's what the 2000s was for. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, like the Lindsay Lohan. Activity after activity <laughs> after activity. Yeah. <laughs> I guess... Uh, Shafali already fell out of the boat. I might have missed that. Yeah, she falls off the boat, and then of course Arjun goes to rescue her because Randir yeah. is like, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to swim. <laughs> <laughs> Which felt also very Sanditon of season two. Yes, um, when uh, her sister <laughs> fell off the boat, and he did not save her. Mm-hmm. But then we have the nice evening where. Rondier dresses up as a 50s greaser mm-hmm. and <laughs> decorates the woods with lights. It's very, mm-hmm. actually, it looks very romantic. I was like, what are you It is. <laughs> <laughs> and he's trying to be like very classical, like 
you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's definitely better than the carriage proposal of Mr. Elton. Oh, yeah. And, but he, he does say, let's just do it. <laughs> and she pepper sprays him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> when he handed her that pepper spray, I think it was in Delhi. Or no, it was when they were on the way to the campground and she asked for directions. Uh-huh. And it was like this like cute little old man. And he was like, <laughs> don't ask people for directions. It's so dangerous. <laughs> As if this little cute old man was going to do anything. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I knew that pepper spray was going to come into play later. <laughs> Very quickly. <laughs> Again, this movie is a little nuts. <laughs> Actually, this whole like beach thing kind of mm-hmm. gave me modern persuasion vibes. You mm-hmm. know, when they all go to the beach together. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I was wondering how they all still have perfect hair after a day of rafting, beach volleyball, <laughs> and two days of camping. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's also like kind of like especially for like this I don't want to say like a non-serious type like the more like comedy kind of like romancy teen young adult kind of movies that's like one of my like favorite things is that (laughs) doesn't make (laughs) any sense (laughs) yes but it's just so funny to me and like I don't know I'm like well might as well (laughs) I mean it is glamping but I mean right let's do it (laughs) (laughs) I love it yeah, Aisha, for some reason, doesn't want to tell Shafali the truth about the proposal. I mean, for some reason. We know why, but... Right. She doesn't want to break it. Her she, heart. Should, she should probably just tell her. There yeah. are a couple lines that don't have subtitles, and there's one at that moment. Yeah. I, I didn't like, have okay, either. Weird. Don't let me know what happened. <laughs> but I said, Pinky is me. <laughs> <laughs> I just like how she's like ragging on everyone all the time <laughs> and she's actually like funny about it. <laughs> yeah. Rondier says no one likes me and because they drive home together because mm-hmm. there's very awkward um, car arrangements, which is another clueless. There is a clueless. Right. Because it's, it's, um, <laughs> it's the um, the picnic scene in uh, yeah. Emma when they're like, you embarrassed her. In front yeah. of everyone, you rude. You know what? Yeah, but I actually felt sorry for Rondier when he was like, nobody likes me. And mm-hmm. I was like, yep, yeah, see, I'm picky. I would 100% fall in for you in that moment. Been like, <laughs> I'm sorry I've been so mean to you. Right. <laughs> You're nice. <laughs> and then we have intermission. I know. <laughs> I was like thinking like, oh, it actually feels nice to be told. This is a point that you can take a break, get a refill. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I guess Auntie is Mrs. Taylor. I don't I don't Mm -hmm. have her actual name. Maybe they Um, just call her Auntie a lot. They I think so. I think it's like um like a like a almost not like a pet name, but like a name for like a mother figure. (laughs) Her name is Chitra. C-H-I-T-R-A. Chitra. Chitra. Yeah, because I guess Emma does tell Shafali and I said it's weird because she barely seemed like she liked him. <laughs> so why is she so upset? <laughs> yeah, the one thing I do like about Shafali is that she doesn't seem to be attached to any of the guys that are around her. She's just like, I'm just here to have fun. And I know, just she's like... kind of like half in love with everyone. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which I like, I do like the fact that it does feel like the later, like, revelation of like her being like you just treat you're like trying to you're treating me this way because you look down on me because I'm more traditional it's like oh it's like more about the friendship than it is about like the boys yeah which is nice Mm -hmm. because I I feel like that's also the case in Emma yeah it's always about Harriet and Emma and all of (laughs) them it's about the it's about the female relationship (laughs) all of the girls I said, that's way harsh, Arjun. So he must say something <laughs> rude. <laughs> yeah, he uh, basically, I think he tells her a bunch of times, like, grow up and stop being selfish. Yeah, I said, You're the, more he calls, <laughs> the more he calls her a child, child, the weirder it will be when they finally get together at the end. Right. <laughs> uh, oh, and then uh, Shafali's Sarah risks his life to save her shoe. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's a sandal. Don't get hit by cars. I know. I was like, they're too cute for you to discourage them, Aisha. I know. Especially like, she was like, that's my favorite sandal. And I was like, "Ah, maybe he just felt this urge (laughs) because he knew it was her favorite sandal. Yeah. I think this is really where Aisha was getting really like, 
too right. much because she starts pushing Pinky away. Mm-hmm. I'm like, get a grip on yourself. And I'm also a little confused at this point, like how much time is passing between scenes? Because like then Shafali starts being rude to Pinky, and I'm like, she's already a monster. What has happened? <laughs> <laughs> the intermission. So much must have happened. <laughs> <laughs> a couple days. <laughs> so everyone goes to sexy ballroom dancing night, except for Pinky and Ron Deer, who stay home and get high. Which I can totally relate. <laughs> yes. When I saw the, the joints, I was like, are these fucking neat? <laughs> I mean, maybe they're not, but it seemed like they were. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, but they just make a habit of, we're going to stay home and smoke cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> I like it either way. It really feels like Artie and Arjun are really together. Like, because yeah. they've been together a lot and they're like really sexy dancing it up with each other. And... Mm-hmm. Then we have a crazy dance scene, like a Jane Austen dance scene, because (laughs) this is the most choreographed dance I've ever seen. And they're like switching off and everybody knows how to do it. And Mm -hmm. I love it. That's like, I love the musical parallels. It felt very um, West Side Story when they go to the gym and everyone is like, you know, uh, Olympic level dancer. (laughs) And you're like, yeah, I just love it. I like people watching. (laughs) I like watching people who dance really well. Oh, yeah, it was it was great. I was just like, wow. <laughs> I was like, everyone's so good. <laughs> Yet another insane event that you're going to. Right. <laughs> and I think this is around the time where I was like, for me, I think it would have worked better if, I mean, I like Pinky's character being like, oh, I don't want to date or whatever. But mm-hmm. I think it would have worked better for Aisha to be the one who's like, I don't want to date. Mm-hmm. Because that's like a, such a big part of the character of Emma and Wyatt, like, catches her off guard so much that she likes him because she's like i don't want to get married that will you know take away my autonomy right and i don't feel like it ever really explores that which i think it could have and probably would have yeah i think it it seemed like in this adaptation it was less about like her own autonomy and more about like her own emotional autonomy like she doesn't have a grip She's like, I need to cut off all emotions and not feel anything. Yeah. <laughs> and who punches? Who punches? Arjun uh, punches Dhruv in the face. Yeah. It's very yes. out of the bloop. <laughs> I think it was like, he technically was there with Shafali, I think. No, he was there with Aisha maybe. And he was, no, no he was saying something to Arjun at the bar, kind of like a little bit like, not misogynistic, but just like, you know, uh, like basically like I'm a non-committal guy, even though I'm here sort of with um, Aisha. And so Arjun is like, that's disrespectful. (laughs) It's very, it's a very intense punch out of the blue. But Mm -hmm. again, Auntie has got the good advice. Mm -hmm. And I said, maybe Artie is Jane Fairfax. And she and Drew are secretly engaged. But why would they keep it a secret? I'm still trying to figure it out at this point in the movie. (laughs) No, he's just a a little bit of a womanizer. Yeah. So then we find out that Pinky and Rondé are really together, which Mm -hmm. is what I thought was going to happen, but definitely different than the book. And I, Pinky, this is where I think where they get into a big fight. And Mm -hmm. she we find out considers herself to be the ugly friend. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Where she, did this come from? Because you right. wear asses every once in a while. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't get that um, from I her. I like was missing something. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I didn't get that. I thought she, she was very attractive, but. I thought her and Aisha were like, you know. We're the cool. hot popular girls. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she's talking, maybe she's like referencing like being in like Aisha's shadow because Aisha's like mm. maybe, you know, she's Regina George to reference Mean Girls of. Yeah. This, this is definitely where the Charlotte Elizabeth dynamic feels like it's starting. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted Aisha to apologize to her friend. <laughs> mm-hmm. She should have on the spot. <laughs> And Shafali is very Harriet and that she has fallen in love with many people already. <laughs> <laughs> Although the only one that she appears to care about <laughs> is mm-hmm. Sarah. Definitely. <laughs> That's like the most natural connection. <laughs> <laughs> Have they? Okay. I think that they went to, I don't even remember what city they go to for her sister's baby. Was it Mumbai or was it 
there i think that's mumbai i didn't write down the name of the city maybe mumbai i think this is where it's happening aisha is very rude to artie <laughs> but mm-hmm. then i said i knew it they are jane and frank only i guess not engaged <laughs> <laughs> but why is she making out with him though <laughs> right <laughs> and this is like he makes a comment where he was like well we never he was like well i tried to feel you out but you didn't seem very interested because she is yeah. emotionally closed off um, <laughs> and so he was like so i gotta move on yeah and shafali says that she's in love with arjun i think this is mm-hmm. where it happens because this is where aisha realizes that she is actually in love with arjun she doesn't have like a a moment where it's like a voiceover mm-hmm. i'm totally in love with, <laughs> with <laughs> arjun <laughs> <laughs> But Avi, we all know you're in love with him. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Well, I said, Aisha, I feel like you're not taking this rejection as harshly as you should. (laughs) (laughs) And Hauser still, I think Shafali might, I don't remember what, this is the problem. Two days pass and I'm like, I can't remember what happened. (laughs) (laughs) What I was talking about. Because I said, Aisha, I feel like you're not taking this rejection as harshly as you should. So I think it's... Maybe I, maybe it's the Arjun rejection. Maybe Arjun is like, yeah, I don't know. whoever it is, she's not taking it very harshly. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it was the Shafali one because it seems like the Arjun rejection definitely is what led to the montage of her crying all the time. Right. I said, how is there still half an hour? All that has to happen is Aisha and Arjun to tell each other how they feel. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need a dance sequence, of course. <laughs> well... <laughs> and a, a very long montage <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> so we get the post breakup montage and Aisha's hanging out with a lot of people I've never seen before in this movie <laughs> yeah this is like the trope of where it's like uh like yeah they're popular but these are like the B friends that she never really hangs out with that much <laughs> she's becoming slightly an alcoholic because every single scene in the montage she's drinking <laughs> <laughs> yeah a whole wine bottle <laughs> Her sister is over her. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All she seems to be doing is eating and drinking the entire montage. And crying. And then we see that Arjun seems to actually be together with Shafali. And I was like, what is happening? Are they together for real? <laughs> and it's an extremely long montage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it definitely feels like the, not necessarily like a pity date, but like maybe like a, like a you know, oh, like Aisha did not treat you right, I'll be your friend kind of thing. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I kind of feel like maybe they did kind of try it out, but just didn't work out. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It it doesn't really, I think, really get into it. But again, I said sometimes there's just no subtitles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, some points in the movie just kind of cut out and then come back in. So I was like, I'll use context clues. Yeah. Um, and then Pinky and Aisha make up and I said, thank God they're friends Aww. again. <laughs> <laughs> they made up in like the cutest little like tree house. <laughs> I know. I was like, it's I so know. pretty. And I also, okay, that's where I realized it was Charlotte and Elizabeth, but that's also where I started to go. There's really not the father daughter dynamic of Emma in this one. And I didn't even, mm-hmm. I couldn't even remember or tell if there was a mother in this movie no i think she's (laughs) i think there was like a very quick mention that she's i think she had passed okay because i think i read something about somebody might have played the mom and i was like who i don't know i could sworn (laughs) that there was like some mention of her passing and that's why she has chitra who's her auntie uh well there i mean you would think that that would be appropriate but i just was like you know, I feel like either I missed it or it just doesn't have, it's just not focusing on that. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why she doesn't have the drive to get married because she doesn't have the mother pushing her. Right. And her father's really busy working. Yeah. And he seems to be like, you're the best. Just go with the flow. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very Mr. Woodhouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or especially the clueless dad, you know. Right. He's, He's... very like, just, you're, you're great. Yeah. Argue your way out of a scene. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know if they're just not explaining things or if I'm just missing things. But there is actually, the next scene is a pretty good Aisha Papa scene where mm-hmm. he's like, you're pretty and rich. Go get in there. <laughs> <laughs> How could he not like you? <laughs> Which right. I thought was like pretty straightforward. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
So she goes to this engagement party. I guess it's Pinky and Rondir's engagement party. Uh, Which rude I, to miss that. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Or maybe so. it's Druv and Artie. Which oh, I think it more. is Druv and Artie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Yeah, but it's like after midnight, we've already established, and it is like so bustling, this hotel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think like uh, anything to do with weddings and engagements is very much like a... A very long celebration. All through the night. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like days long sometimes. Um, she goes in. She publicly professes her love. And I said, this is kind of crazy. And I'm very uncomfortable <laughs> with this incredibly public profession of love. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily slash unluckily, it's the wrong party. So it's <laughs> right. even more awkward. <laughs> Yeah, and then all those guys were like, well, I'm Arjun because you're pretty. You're pretty (laughs) and rich. (laughs) Right, and she was like, uh, never mind. But, you know, at least it's not your own circle who's going to be making fun of you for the rest of your life. Right. Just strangers. (laughs) Right, the only person who saw it was Shafali, and she's pure of heart. Yeah, and honestly... I would totally have ended up crying on the toilet (laughs) as well (laughs) if I had done that. (laughs) And actually, I did start to tear up right there. I was like, Aisha, get your shit together. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) I also like how um, Shafali was like, I did see you go into the wrong wedding, so I just followed you. (laughs) I think it was like a little bit of like, I'm going to let you embarrass yourself as like, this kind of what you deserve, but then I will help you pick up the pieces. Totally. Yeah, she gives her some very wise advice. Mm-hmm. And all of her luggage is sitting there. Like, she's just <laughs> about to move to another city as soon as she leaves this party. <laughs> so she goes home. She doesn't even talk to Arju, and She doesn't even go find him after all that. She's like, that was too embarrassing. I got to go. <laughs> too emotionally taxing. And he comes down. And talks to her, which we, I guess we kind of established in the first scene, like him throwing rocks at her mm-hmm. window. But it's very Romeo and Juliet. Oh, very. There's a scene way earlier in the movie where they're sitting on the couch watching some MTV Romeo and Juliet thing that looks absolutely <laughs> yes. nothing like Romeo and Juliet. And I was like, what <laughs> on earth are you watching? But this is very Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. He puts a ladder up to her... Uh, balcony which looks so short and I'm like oh my god you're gonna kill yourself (laughs) (laughs) but they admit to loving each other Mm -hmm. which is very sweet but I'm still afraid he's gonna fall off the balcony (laughs) 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 and then we have the wedding and it seems like a very Bollywood dance number Mm -hmm. Artie and Drew are the most random Everyone looks so beautiful too. Like it's like very much like the traditional hot like very being hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like it's hot people. It's very like ornate costuming, very beautiful. And it's like uh, I yeah. love it. Yeah, and I said, if Miss Marvel in this movie have taught me anything, it's always have a choreographed dance prepared at a wedding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's always fun. And that's all she wrote. <laughs> uh, so good. Did you have a favorite it was part? Very cute. Oh, do I have a specific favorite part or like when I you say that the, I think glamping, polo, <laughs> ballroom dancing. It's just like <laughs> all, these, all like, of the events really that grand they go scenes. to. <laughs> yeah. I love all the montages, specifically the first one. Those are very fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's mine. Yeah. Well, we don't really have time for a deep dive. Or <laughs> <Oops>. final thoughts. <laughs> but we could do a few final thoughts if you have any final thoughts. Yeah, I just really loved it. Uh, it does feel like one that, I was, like, it feels very much canon in that, like, style of, like, a Mean Girls or a Clueless where you're like, I can watch this over and over again. Like, it's fun. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I actually, I wish I had had time to watch it a second time because writing the notes and the subtitles mm. and everything i was like i feel like i'm missing some stuff and i feel like the second time i watch it i'll be like oh that's where they talk about the mom or whatever you know mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what we could do like a watch a what's called what do we call them watch alongs yeah that would be a good commentary movie because commentary <laughs> i don't have to look away from the screen to do a commentary. <laughs> right <laughs> so who knows we may revisit 
Yeah, we'll we'll have to do commentary on everything we've done so far at some point. Right. We're just going to get together for like a week in a cabin. And be like, <laughs> Let's record 17 commentaries. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, but thank you so much, Mythel, for, you know, requesting this movie. And yes, for thank you. thank you so much for sending in that audio. Loved hearing mm-hmm. from you. Yeah, if you have, if anyone else has a suggestion of something they want us to do, we will definitely move it way up on the list. Mm-hmm. Next year is kind of up in the area. I've only got a few definitive things that we're definitely going to do, but other than that, we're just kind of playing it by ear. So mm-hmm. we'd love to hear from you. Definitely. Yeah, this was a really fun movie. I'm really glad it was. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. It was very fun. I always thought we would do this one and Bright and Prejudice around the same time, but. Pride and Prejudice will just have to come at a later date. <laughs> yes, <laughs> this one took precedent. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> Was there anything else? Oh, next week we are going to cover another special request mm-hmm. for Blake, the angriest dog in the world, which is Ooh. a David Lynch comic. Wow, that'll be fun. It's hard to get your hands on, so we'll try to be as thorough as we can to let you know what it entails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's going to be really fun. It's our but- first comic. I know. I'm excited. All right. Well, that is all for today. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can email us at mannersandmadness at gmail.com. You can DM us on Twitter at mannersmadness or on Instagram at mannersandmadnesspod. Or you can leave a one-minute voicemail on our website at mannersandmadness.com. And if you would like to support the show, you can... Leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you prefer. We also have a donate button on our website, mannersandmadness.com. Yes. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week. Good night. Bye. Bye.